Welcome to the CrossForge Gaming Podcast. It's the year 2022. It's your host, Darman, your host, Dan Mack, and your host, Polybius. I'm one of those people. I am none of those people. Prove it. Coming, we're coming back at you again with uh, more podcasts, less fluff, more content. We're spotting a new format. We're going to try it out, try and keep things a little bit short, sweet, succinct, we and to the point. We have taken the fluff from season one, and I've injected it directly into my stomach. Oh, you you guys went for the stomach? Oh, I did not do that. This man said he wanted the cake injections. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking thick as nobody's business now. So season one was from, like, June? No, July. Yeah. It was 20, like July. June, July, some J word. Uh, in the summer, a summer J word summer of 2020. 2020. Jamantha of 2020. Way back. Uh, no, I guess I was going to say it's before the pandemic, but you know what? It's it was not. right during. Right after the pandemic started, because that was like March of 2020. And I can't believe mm-hmm. we're going into like year three of this wildness. Um, Indeed. So season one ended. With uh, at the end of twenty, the year of our Lord twenty twenty, we're back now. As Darman said, bro, I think you meant twenty twenty one. That's what he said. He said twenty twenty. To twenty twenty one, dude. I don't know. I <laughs> hate. It in. <laughs> I hate. I hate the twenty twenties. They all sound exactly the same. It's difficult to differentiate between them. I just. It's stupid. They've all felt exactly the same too. So it's yeah. just like, I don't know, 2019 could have been yesterday for all I care. <laughs> so if you're just joining us in this new season, this new I'm time of sorry. life, <laughs> go. If you want to get to know our personalities a little bit better, season one's going to be the place for that. Going forward, we're hoping to be a little bit more informational, a little bit more uh, content oriented with our unique flavors of personality. I think my flavor is cardamom. Ooh, what a. Fancy spice. I'm just out here like oregano. You know, I want to say my my personality spice would be like the the dominant one spice that Michael got me hooked on, but oh saying gosh. that sounds really awkward. Because it's, ca- it's called can't the dominant that. one. It's called the dominant one spice, oh, sold wow. by Marion K. I'm like, wow, this dominant spice made me. Mm. Yeah, it made you <laughs> what? Disclaimer. <laughs> Excuse me. Disclaimer, this episode is not sponsored by Marion K. Dominant One. But Marion K., if you're listening, we're open. Please sponsor me. Your spice is phenomenal. It has taken over my life. Crossforgegaming at gmail.com. Welcome to Crossforge Flavor. (laughs) Anyway, so speaking of season two, we figured we'd ask the community, the people that are actually listening, uh, what do you want to hear out of this podcast because we're working out all the kinks working out all the weirdness of running a podcast and we figured if you're sitting here listening to these schmoes talk about video games (laughs) you might as well have some input on what the hell we're talking about so feel free to send us an email ask us a question show us show show up on facebook and be like yo can you guys stop being so annoying on the podcast can you like that's the one that's the one request we cannot facilitate. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the bar was down here. Can't meet it. Exactly. <laughs> At the end of the day, y'all, if if that's your your request, 
You're listening to the wrong podcast. Yeah, for yeah, sure. suckle lemon. You can guy. send us those suggestions at cross to crossbridgegaming at gmail.com. You can go on to the book of faces, which side note, for the first time ever, lost users that in a quarter, the last quarter of 2021. Imagine um, losing oh, 30 of your value. Um, yeah, we have a group crossword gaming community. Is that what it is? It's yes. is it called? Okay. Anyway, you can type in crossword gaming. It'll be there. We're there. We're I can't say the next part because uh, it's not true. Uh, also, oh. we have a Discord. <laughs> there's a Discord. There's a Twitter. We're starting a MeWe group. Uh, there's a Twitch channel. What the fuck is MeWe? MeWe? Oh, that? it's an alternative uh, social media platform that's not Parler. Is this is that the one that Donald Trump started? No, Donald Trump didn't start either of these. Oh. But Parler, Parler was the big conservative one after Twitter started banning more uh, conservative blue check marks. But that's neither here nor there. Blue Let's... check marks. <laughs> and it just sounds so offensive. That's... I mean, it should You're be. You're a blue check mark. Bro, we avoid Twitter like the plague out here, which is to say something considering we're like, I hopefully on the bottom end of an actual pandemic. Don't go to Twitter. You'll get more than just the virus down there. So uh, community highlight, community <laughs> highlight. Uh, we've been playing all sorts of different games in the Discord, and I would just like to especially shout out our Halo gang being led with Tarkil, Polybius, and Uncle Smellin. Yeah, I see y'all lurking indeed. in the Discord, and it's a great Although time. Although I will say, I will say uh, Nacho has also been in on it, and whenever Nacho plays, we're all just, you know, absolutely wrecking. What but yeah. Unit? Polybius doesn't want to play Halo with me anymore. We played <laughs> like a week and a half ago, and we were just doing garbage. And he's like, "Man, I need oh, bro, you <laughs> fine, fine. I don't have you to be part of it." Been on when we've been playing Halo, which is usually like late at evenings. Well, not not in the last yeah. couple weeks, but that's because I've been playing. Indeed, other games. I've also been playing other games. Don't tell my wife, but um, <laughs> yes, playing with Tarkil and is Halo is your yeah. wife? Yeah, don't tell 343. <laughs> don't tell Cortana. Uh, I don't think I want to. Have you but seen anyway. that new model? It's atrocious. <laughs> Just needs to be blue, y'all. It, it was not that hard. Is it, it though? It looks pretty why bad. Did ever, why does I mean, everybody hate it? It looks like a per. Yeah, oh, it's a person. Okay. Yeah, this is a Cortana person. Cortana is an AI based on a person, which is to say Halsey. If they take the current model that they have and just make it bluer, change the hue to a deeper blue, more akin to the actual game, you're A-okay. You Save got it. the Cortana Honestly, voice actor. I agree. Just make it blue, y'all. Please, Paramount, don't make me want to... She does look... She's just... She looks too real. It's uncanny. So I, I think she needs to be... Yeah. What is... there? There's a psychological term for that. Things that look... Uncanny Valley. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we talked about that. Like dolls and stuff. If it looks too much like a people, the brain might as well be a people. uh, Yeah. But that's not our topic for today. Today's topic, fellas, what are your top most excited games for 2022? Games that are coming out this year. What is on your buy list? Bro, what year is it? Two, 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 two. Damn. 22, it's time to. I'm going last. I don't I'm know. I feel like you have more to offer. <laughs> mine's gonna. Mine's gonna take exactly. Uh, that's uh, why right. I'm going last. Well, in Save that case, I'll go first because boy. I. 
could not care less about a majority of the games oh, coming weeb. out. Let me tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I will say, top of the list, it has got to be the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. I. Oh, so what exactly is that? Is that just that that's movies like seven, eight, nine? I think it could be the latest trilogy of Star Wars movies coming out in video game format. I did hear a rumor, perhaps even a a theory that it's going to be a remaster. So of all the other ones, what so, would you say? I, so I watched the trailer several times because I was extremely excited. My wife is excited. <laughs> the dog's excited. I'm yeah, you know, surprised. the Star Wars family, it's no shock. No shock <laughs> at all. Um, it is all nine current Star Wars mainline movies featuring the Skywalker <laughs> family through Anakin, Luke, and then Ray Palpatine. Spo- spoilers. Spoiler. Bro, I'm pretty sure the movie's been out for like. Yeah, it's been. <laughs> Has it only yeah. been three years? I haven't seen episode nine. I saw uh, seven. I haven't eight. seen the latest one either. But man, that ain't yes. Um, but yeah, so it's it's sporting <laughs> a new coat of uh, plastic paint. Uh, there's different like over the shoulder shooting mechanics. It's a lot more of an adventure game with beat 'em up. Uh, it. it it's not okay. the Lego Star Wars that we grew up with on the GameCube. That's for sure. Indeed, it actually I will looks say, really tight. It looks phenomenal. I mean, that's good because I, I feel like Lego games up until now have all basically just been the exact same. Indeed. It's really like, like, what scene do you want for your It's a Lego formula game? that works, you and know? And it is great. I don't I think, think... I mean, it does for a while. I think, like, the, the Star Wars... Lego Star Wars on the GameCube was fun because I think at that time, you know, I had friends that would come over and we'd play it like co-op together and just dick around. But like it, it's not a, they're not games that I wanted to play by myself, especially after having put so much time into those, the Star Wars games. Indeed. I will say my favorite Lego game was Lego Indiana Jones. That was like a 2006 PC release. And I, I played that for years. It was amazing. And yeah, the new Lagan Star Wars is looking pretty phenomenal. I am absolutely here. Lagan Star Wars. <laughs> so that was your number one pick for 22? That That is my numero del uno. Two. What's your numero um, del dos? Well, you see, I'm going to need some toilet paper for this one. Oh. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't like this. I'm uncomfortable. No. Uh, I will. The next one has pooping simulator 2022. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Soon to be released. Nah, but this then my next one is going to be the Starfield by Bethesda. I'm not. And out of all the games coming out of this year, I could. This is one that I could see myself actually, you know, wanting to pick up. I'm not excited for it because the last time I got excited for a Bethesda game, we all know what happened. Um. Yeah, I was going to say, you have shat on Bethesda pretty hard in our most recent uh, yes. episodes. It's because <laughs> yes, I care like, so much, you know? He wouldn't pick on I, you if yeah. he didn't care. Exactly. That, that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm only doing that for game companies, not for people, because game companies are corporations and they do not care about people as humans. <laughs> in any case, not to get um, philosophical. Uh, <laughs> 
that's the only other one I'm really looking forward to. I will say to continue the trend of trash talking game companies, I'm excited for Halo Infinite to release as a full game instead of this beta test that we've been playing for the last half year. Yeah, I think it'll be cool once we can actually do co-op on that As big, intended. massive open world. I still haven't touched the campaign. It, it, the campaign's good. It makes sense that it makes sense that the campaign's not co-op because it's not a traditional campaign for Halo. It's I mean, it's literally an open world. I mean, it makes it's sense. It's got to be far more involved. Yeah, I understand. There's got to be a lot more like interesting, intricate things about the Halo Infinite multiplayer co-op because there's a lot more to it than just you know every other Halo campaign. But boy, howdy, if I'm not excited for it. Would they say that that's going to be released in May? Something like that. There's a lot. That'd be cool. Oh, speaking of things that coming out, I think everybody's kind of excited for this. The new uh, Survivors of the Void DLC. For Risk of Rain. From Risk of Rain. Oh, That's a a median for all of us. Uh, First quarter, which is to say May. They released the, the day for it. Oh, they finally May did. is yeah. May is not the first quarter. Yeah, I have no yeah, idea. Is but March is the first quarter. But it could be March then. Ooh, not me. Anyway, but yeah, they're releasing a Pretty sniper, sure March, and they're coming out with some maps and a new uh, horde mode. It's gonna be sick. In any case, March first, it says on. Steam. Let's go two days before my birthday. Let's go Hell twelve yeah. hour Ooh, birthday live stream. Let's go, bro. Let's do it. I'm already here for it. Oh man, I'm rusty. But that is all I have to say. Those are my video games. Now, I don't know much about Starfield. Can you give me like the quick synopsis of what it's supposed to be? Bro, I have no idea. I have I was no about f- to ask, clue. is this game even confirmed for 22? Cuz yeah. I heard zero PR about it. Literally zero. There's no trailer, there's no video, there's the teaser animation from three years ago the same summer that 76 actually came out indeed this but, one has been cooking apparently for a long time it's supposed to release november 11th yeah um, that's what game informer says yeah but yes uh it's so you don't know anything about it from what it looks I'm like it looks though. like space fallout that's effectively it i enjoy bethesda's game style the way that they make games play is i don't know i enjoy it just that weird what do you mean open world style like fallout which is to say you know fallout 3 new vegas fallout 4 even not so much the story-wise of fallout 4 but the gunplay the way that their games play even in the engine that needs to be severely upgraded is fun i enjoy it and so what do we think? Is this going to be like a traditional Bethesda like one player game or is this going to be more akin to Fallout 76 and Elder Scrolls Online? Um, From what I'm guessing, it's probably going to be um, it's probably going to be another single player, <clears throat> which yeah. from what we've seen. That's that's like their area of expertise. Online multiplayer is not their wheelhouse. They've definitely, yeah, they have not done an acceptable, well, I can't say that. They have not accommodated the online space in the way that people are looking for. Elder Scrolls Online is really just Elder Scrolls with a WoW skin, right? Indeed. It's, it doesn't hold to... Or WoW with an Elder Scrolls skin? What did I say? You said Elder Scrolls with the WoW skin. Yeah, you you said it more correct. 
Yeah. Um, I was like, hmm, <laughs> I got you. I don't word too good. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's really hard to translate some of these environments and games into a multiplayer experience that's meaningful. Some people seem to think that if you were to just copy and paste, right, Skyrim into a multiplayer environment where you can level up independently, you have to do character handling, exception handling for spawning new events, dragons, uh, stat tracking, quest tracking, and these integrations, if you don't implement them well, just make your core gameplay broken. loop fall apart. <clears throat> but yeah, I feel like if Starfield releases as a single player game, it will work out much better than their multiplayer releases. Not to say Elder Scrolls Online was bad, it was mostly just boring. Fallout 76 was a little bit of both. Um, <laughs> but I can't I, wait for the modding community to fix Starfield. Yeah. <laughs> Unironically. But yeah, I'm not excited for Starfield, but <clears throat> it is one that I'm looking forward to. It's like, I'm going to watch this, put on my watch list You're on hopeful. Steam. I have, I am skeptical to have hope. <laughs> yeah. Take a little skepticide with his Indeed, uh, we, exactly. We, with the last about five years of games, I'm like, I realize that having hope is a terrible, terrible, terrible idea in the video games. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty accurate. So, Darman, what are your top, your most anticipated games? 2020, 2022, 2022, 2022. The year of our Lord today. Put that. Put a beat on that. Hang on. Can you, can you get a beat on that? 2020, 2020. 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, is that when I the thought, last I Borderlands, Borderlands game 3 came out? Came out like last year or something. Mm. Borderlands Let's do a 3 quick came out Google a while check. ago. September 13th, 2019. So not quite three years. Give it a few more months. Okay. But like Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. We're like two and a half month two and a half years out. But still, still, like still much longer than I thought it was. Okay. Seriously thought it was last year. Alright. Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Yep, Tiny Tina's Wonderland returning to the setting of the Borderlands 2 DLC, uh, The Assault on Dragon's Keep. Uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is its own standalone story. Uh, I'm excited for it. I really love the Dragon's Keep realm, that DLC. Some of the items that came out of it, the unique legendaries, were phenomenal with fun, creative shop placement. Um... The magic missile grenade, I hope, makes a return. It's honestly, the best grenade in Borderlands 2, hands down. Uh, what did it do? It's homing. It was it, a magic it's missile. Ma yeah. <laughs> it's magic missile. You shoot magic <laughs> missile into the darkness. Um, <laughs> At magic Mike or what? No, magic uh, <laughs> Donald. I had something At, oh, clever wow. for that, but... Uh, <laughs> Magic Missile would release five capsules that 
would home and seek. So you could just throw them into an area and it regenerates over time. That was one of the recurring themes of the grenade mods in the the Dragon's Keep DLC was that you would generate the grenade mods over time like restorative MP uh, mana points. Oh, as opposed to like having to pick up new, new grenades, like more grenades. I got you. Interesting. Yeah, that's it was cool. really cool. Okay, there was like so a lightning it shoots bolt. out five and they're homing. Yep. yep. Uh, so magic missile was like the one that you Better got not towards shoot my the homies. end. You had to farm two or three different uh, boss minions and just keep respawning the room. And uh, so they home, they refill, so you could just kite anything in circles and just throw grenades. You didn't have to actually play the game. So for Tiny Tina's Wonderland Workshop. Wonderland. Sorry, no, Wonderland. it is Wonderland. Um, is yes. it? Oh, it is? Wonderland it, oh, Workshop. Tiny is it, Tina's Wonderland Workshop. All right, we'll go for both. Whimsical um, Wonderland a, Workshop. Yeah, proper is, game release, or is it going to be a DLC? It is supposed to be a proper game release. It is separate and standalone from Ooh. Borderlands 3. So, Do you think there will be integration I, between the two? The only integration I imagine is that it would use the shift system. So getting golden keys and everything from the various places that you do. I hope, and I and they have no reason not to, but I hope that they integrate with Twitch like they did with Borderlands 3. I, yes, that was a really fun feature, and I will be using it day one if it's on here, right? So for, for everyone who doesn't know, Borderlands 3 had an integration with Twitch that you, if you could link your, your Shift account with Twitch, and then if you were watching somebody stream Borderlands 3, you could like, add monsters and enhance the you badasses could, give them grenades yeah give them health yeah like we had an, another guy in, in the community named ned he was he like spawned a badass and it even says like ned's badass and then he can he and then he could like uh, type certain things i think into the stream and it would make the badass it would like give him more health or give him more like more ammo or better guns and and honestly for like the first time, it made like bad guys, badasses in Borderlands difficult. Yeah, it was a it like, was a challenge, a struggle for a few minutes. Yeah, I so that kind of worked like uh, Twitch spawns then. Yes, for like uh, with other Minecraft games and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or I I've used it in Noita. I didn't know that was times. a thing. It's it's a pretty sweet thing. That sounds it can right, make some funny funny stuff. Yeah, I mean, Noita is hard enough as it is, but boy, how do you get people spawning in? I still haven't in? beaten it. I still haven't picked it up. I don't think I want to. I don't think I want to. <laughs> it, it's difficult. I don't know. I wish there was more structure to it than there is. Indeed. I. Uh, this is a different podcast topic. Uh, we got to <laughs> we gotta move on before I start talking about the alchemy and everything in the game. Anyway. So Tiny tiny Tina's, number one. Number two, Lego. Whimsical Wonderland yep, that's Workshop. That's the type we're going with. WWW. <laughs> Um, dot my number two dot pick is Lego <laughs> Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga, sharing a spot with uh, Polybius here. Um, I'm surprised it wasn't number you one. Know, so, I I think that the Lego Star Wars games are great for children, and it is a great do nothing franchise. Excuse you for those who are young at heart. I'm sorry. Get bent. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, the last Lego Star Wars game I played was on the Wii, and it was Lego Star Wars 2, which was, like, the original trilogy. 
Um, and I mean, I, I really enjoy the comedic Lego funny haha. We don't have voice acting, but we're going to make all these funny grunts uh, and have our own unique satirical take on the story at large. Um, so I hope that they continue that from the storyboarding and presentation, but I really enjoyed some of the mechanics I saw, some of the puzzles that were in the launch trailer. Um, I think it's going to be great multiplayer experience for my wife and I. That I, I don't think I've seen the trailer. I think we should put it into the, the description. Um, the description um, just to, you know, if anyone else hasn't seen it, because I definitely will be watching it shortly after we get done here. Indeed. For sure. I also hope that the Skywalker saga comes with Steam integration, so you can just play multiplayer that would through be Steam. Nice. Yeah. That'd be pretty sweet. The original or the uh, original saga collection does not have multiplayer integration. It's got remote play. That's it. I'm like, that is a deal breaker. Mm, yeah, rem- remote play is unless uh, everyone has a Google Fiber line. Forget it. Yeah, yeah, then it's kind of like a jittery, stuttery, perhaps. <laughs> Maybe even a little bit of a janky. So my third pick is not... Uh, it's kind of a new game. It's kind of not. Um, the Pokemon TCG uh, online is shutting down, and yeah, they are replacing yeah. it with Pokemon Trading Card Game Live. Um, I am excited to get back into some other card games that are not magic i've been taking some time here and there to play pokemon tcg um but with a new platform that will be accessible on mobile devices because the current online app is not it's not compatible with most phones or anything so you really have to uh you have to have a tablet or an ipad it's again you have to have a tablet um Basically, or you yeah. would have to play from your computer. Um, now, I don't have a whole lot of information on it. It's really just... Uh, <laughs> it, I'm excited for it. you're excited for it. For it you uh, know? It's just a, I would yeah, like to play I'm also more Pokemon. You know? um, yeah, it's a really a great card game. Uh, I really enjoy it as well. It's very mathematically balanced, and it... There's very few times that I feel bad playing Pokemon. If I lose, usually it's because I I, I genuinely misplayed, right? There's not a whole lot of things that stop people from playing their decks. Um, I don't know. Uh, I do sometimes despise the non-interactiveness, but we're not here to talk about mathematical balancing of card games. The not what does that mean? The non-interactive. Uh, so in other games like Yu-Gi-Oh and Magic, there's things that you can do on your opponent's turn to obstruct and deny them different oh, mechanics. I, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I think that's the I think that's the reason why I really am drawn to Pokemon card game is because. It, it it really simplifies it and it's nice to just be able to like do what you need to do on your turn and then you just kind of like let them do what they need to do and instead of having to like really pay attention to every little thing that goes on so that you know maybe I have something to counteract this when should sure. I do it you know and there is a really high skill ceiling within the limited function of how Pokemon plays 
But you know what I'm excited? I'm excited to hear what Dan Mac has to say. Oh wow. What a transition. Wow. wow, wow. I guess I'll go I guess I'll go next. Yeah, I guess so. Everyone else is gone. I'm gonna go from my least anticipated to my most Ooh, because um yeah, flipping around because I want to talk about my most anticipated. Uh, so at number three is Hogwarts Legacy, which they like officially said is supposed to come out this year. Uh, like the CEO was like the Hogwarts Legacy and one other game I forgot um, being produced by them is like, yeah, it's going to come out this year and it's just going to be a cool like I like the Harry Potter universe. Um, I don't think like as amazing as some of the older Harry Potter games were, I think that they don't really stand up to new technology. So it'd be cool to have this more or less open world Harry Potter game where you can do all the things that you can do or that that you could do like in real life. And and I really, I think that um, that's the cool thing about the video game space right now in history is that we are approaching very quickly like video games that feel as real as they can you know it's Mm -hmm. like you've got these open worlds you've got these like multiple paths you can take i mean just like the the real freedom of choice that comes with like real life had levels Um, of immersion i think that's where you're looking for is immersion absolutely yeah Absolutely. To just like, you know, not be limited by the things that we've been limited by technology. Really, we've been limited by technology. And so um, I'm excited. I think it's going to be cool. Um, yeah, just to like really live that. I, I have a lot of strong opinions about Harry Potter. Uh, I, I don't think that J.K. Rowling is a good author and I could probably get crucified for that. But I think that she has a great story to tell. Um Someone else might have been better at telling it, but it was unique. It was new. It was unprecedented. All those other synonyms. And yeah, so it's awesome. Sure. I'm excited. Yeah, for having it. an important world, uh, a universe to grow in, I think is uh, really important. Uh, George Lucas, you could say the same thing about him with Star Wars. Uh, Gene Roddenberry with yeah. Star Trek. And I think you're right. The, the Harry Potter universe leaves a lot to be explored and video games are a great medium to flesh out a world right and that's almost Indeed. like hmm, maybe we should talk about that on another Ooh, hey, podcast hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> what you guys don't see is polybius is changing the background on his video just to the that's most a what cheese is on a banana right in now? a microwave why <laughs> first of Disgusting. all I'm so impressed that you knew what that was without knowing it before. I was Never. like, is that a sand dune? <laughs> is this what is going on? Is that the spice? Man. This is the Marion K spice. It's just a banana with some cheese on it. Toss it in the microwave. Wow. I've never hated you more than I do in this very moment. <laughs> mm, delicious. Cheese on a banana Damn, in a microwave. Two. It wow. tastes great. Okay. Don't smack it till you try it. Okay, so number two, this one... Um, so this one is not number one because I'm skeptical about whether or not it's actually going to come out this year, but oh. it, they say that it's going to. Um, the sequel to Breath of the Wild. Ooh. The the un um, the like unnamed sequel 
It's supposed to come out this year. They don't know what the name is. Uh, Nintendo has said that they don't want to give out the name of the game because it's going to... Um, it's going to like uh, give away too much of what the story is going to be like, but I'm a Zelda fanboy, always have been, always will be, and I just think it's going to be cool. You know, they talk about these games for a long time. The, the coolest part about the Breath of the Wild sequel is it actually came about because the developers loved working on Breath of the Wild so much. They had so many ideas for DLC that Nintendo was like, guys, this is too much DLC. <laughs> Just make a whole new <laughs> We need game to like, we need to do exactly. And I think it's cool. And what's cool about that is you've got people who are um, passionate and invested in the work that they're doing because they are really the ones that that started it. And it it there it's a similar story to one of the most popular games in the Zelda series, um, Majora's Mask, because Majora's Mask came out the director of of um zelda was like hey we got this idea for a story and all the developers were like no that's stupid and he's like all right you have one year to make me a game otherwise we're doing my idea and that's how majora's mask came about which is one of the most popular in in the whole series so you know i agree <laughs> so for your input what is your numero de la Uno. So, like, in contrast to the Breath of the Wild sequel, my number one is in the number one spot because it already has came out. And that is Pokemon Legends Arceus. Let me tell you, my guys. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It's a phenomenal game. There are some some tedious parts to it. like traveling between areas isn't possible directly. You have to like go back to your main base and then go back out to a different so area. Which I is guess, I guess, uh, walk but, me through what is this a mainline Pokemon game? What's different about it? What do you mean a mainline so, Pokemon game? I know that it's not a mainline Pokemon game like Diamond and Pearl, right? Right. Yeah. In fact, it's set like hundreds of years in the past in the same uh, the same region as Diamond and Pearl, which is interesting. Um, and it, it may have been a very strategic thing for them because Diamond and Pearl came out like a month or two ago. And then now you've got Pokemon Legends Arceus coming out in the same region. So it's like people play Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl or if it's the other one around. Um and they're like, oh, this is really cool. But like, then Nintendo's like, Game Freak's like, let's take you back hundreds of years in the past. And and the storyline, uh, it's not, a, I'm not going to give any spoilers because it's literally the first thing. It's like, you're basically a kid from from now and you get transported into the past. And so hey, it, it, it has similar, because of that, it has like a similar vibe as the the Mystery Dungeon ones. Because in the Mystery Dungeon games, you're like a, a human, and then you get like transported into the world of Pokemon. You turn into a Pokemon. So you turn cool into thing, a Pokemon. Yeah, man, you've never played the Mystery Dungeon games. I wish they would come. I wish Nintendo. Oh, I have none. Let us play on PC. <laughs> the Mystery Dungeon. Well, so like the first couple iterations of the Mystery Dungeon games are very cool. The most recent iteration, which was called Super Mystery Dungeon, 
was not as good. It, it basically forced you through the story, which so you could so you had to go through it, and then like for me and maybe other people are like this too. If I get through a story, I don't really like have the desire to go back and do other things. I'm like, oh well, the story like I'm not really we're not completionists. That right. So Pokemon Legends Arceus is like it's how we imagined Pokemon as a kid. Okay. It's like you Pokemon don't just live in tall grass. You can catch Pokemon without even engaging in a battle. The battle themselves is uh, a new form where you can run around while the battle is happening and like see the battle from a 3D view. I mean, like seriously, walk all the way around it. It, It's so cool. Um, You can throw berries to um, have Pokemon eat them, which makes them easier to catch. You're crafting items out of apricorns and and rocks and to make your Pokeballs. It's just really a a very well done Pokemon game. I mean, I would give it like a solid eight out of 10 uh, because there is some tediousness to it, but honestly, it, it's so great. I mean, it, it's like you're playing in the anime. That's a great, that's a great picture that I, hmm, you sold me. I got to get this game. If I wasn't going to get this <laughs> game before, I am now. Right. Cause like in, in the anime, Ash is like going through and sometimes he catches Pokemon without them even seeing him. Right. Like Caterpie. He, you, you can. R- yeah. Oh, I mean, man. it's just, it's really awesome. I'm enjoying it so much. That's the reason why I haven't been playing Fortnite or Halo Infinite recently is cause I've just been uh, playing Pokemon legends. It's phenomenal. And I hope, I hope that they use this same format for future Pokemon games. Is it only on Switch at the moment? It is only on Switch. It, it's I don't. It's never gonna go to PC because <laughs> it's a Nintendo game. But modders oh, be okay. like, right. we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh like, yeah, they people have been uh, porting all all sorts of old games that the companies didn't want to port over, just emulating them straight on a PC. So yeah, you know, because I have my the, hopes. Uh, the like source code for the Nintendo 64 came out. So emulators jumped on that. But if Pokemon Legends Arceus ever came to PC, I, I think the first like the first mod that would happen is you'd be able to like catch John Cena. You sure it wouldn't be Thomas the Tank Engine? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it'd be something I mean, along the lines. It would lines be up that, there. You know? They would replace like all rock Pokemon with Dwayne Johnson. Replace all, <laughs> all steel Pokemon with Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh no! Yeah, it's just so cool. What one cool feature about the game is that um, you still you have Pokemon that have been in older games like Machoke, uh, Haunter, uh, Kadabra, where in the past, in order to evolve them, you needed to trade them. Oh, but. Yeah. There's no, there's no need to do that. What you can get, there's an item that you just give them, and it and it evolves them. So just like giving them a moonstone or something from the older games. Exactly, and I, I don't think I, it's I can't consider this a spoiler, but the item that you give them is called a link cable. That's amazing. And it literally it literally looks like a tiny version of the cable you would use to trade Pokemon back in like oh, with man. the Game Boy Advance. It's awesome. There you can change your color, your hair, or sorry, your your clothes, your hair, your eye color, customization. I mean like 
it, oh, it's man. so great. We love to see it. The the so I guess I I've been talking a lot about this. I'll I'll discuss one more mechanic of the game that I think is really great, and then we can move on to whatever else we got. But so now, Pokemon can master moves. And they learn the 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 moves level up. So the moves don't level up, but they've got two levels if you want to consider it that. They've got the normal one, and then they can master a move. And when a Pokemon masters a move, they can use either an agile or a, a strong style. And, and it's completely like every time you use this move, you can choose to do the base move, the agile, or the strong style. The Both, if you use either of the styles, it takes two PP instead of one. And, PowerPoints. PowerPoints um, for anybody who's the, never played. PowerPoints. <laughs> yeah, PowerPoints. Uh, so Pokemon have a certain amount of times they can use a move. Basically, if you use either of those special styles, it, it takes two of those points. The Agile style will um, make it so that you can go again if the Pokemon is fast enough. So you can take a second action. Yeah. So it, yeah, it, it increases your action speed and, but it does less damage. And then strong style does the exact opposite. It lowers your action speed, but it does more damage. And so you kind of pair those with whatever you need in the moment. Like do, am I trying to catch uh, an alpha Pokemon, which is another thing in the game. Um, and I don't want to kill it. So I'm going to use uh, the Agile style to, to do less damage, hopefully not killing it, and then use the second turn that my Pokemon has got to throw a Pokeball instead of attacking again. Or am I getting ready to die, and I just need to get this Pokemon get out of here. done, and I'm just going to use a Strong style. Um, that flexibility so. is so cool, and I, I really like that flexibility for combat. I definitely don't see that make that specific feature would break the tournament circuits oh man oh yeah it's going to An another i know i said i was only gonna talk that's about okay one more. this is like the end uh, in the same line as as the moves you the pokemons don't forget any moves each pokemon has a move bank a library if you will you can switch those moves out in between battles that's sick oh here we go no more HM slaves. Yeah. Bidoof, you matter. No more. <laughs> no more Bidoof HM slaves. Bidoof does not have to learn cut, swim, surf, strength. Linoon, yeah, Linoon was my HM slave oh, in man. Gen 3. That's, that's crazy. So. That That's why that is uh, my number one. You know, that makes sense. My yeah, my number one most anticipated. Amazing. So many fun games coming out in 2022. Well, thank you so much for joining us for the first podcast of a new season. You can find us in the link tree below. We've condensed our links. It'll take you to We've listen upgraded. to the podcast. Other episodes of the podcast in multiple places. We're getting signed on to iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, Apple Music, or Apple Podcasts. You can also find the community groups. All of the things. All the places where you can uh, make some friends. Find the community groups. Discord, Facebook, 
Tell us what your most anticipated game of 2022 is, why you agree or disagree with our decisions, and what you hope to see from season two of the Crossforge Gaming Tell your podcast. mom, tell your friends. Indeed, and if if you give us $200,000, we'll start a CFG dating app. <laughs> and we'll put that in our link tree as well. Wow. You know, actually, that's a thing already, well, sort of. Not CFG specifically. Discord is but not there, a dating there's app, a, uh, there's an, <laughs> no, 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 There's an app. There's an app for for gamers where you're like, hey, of course there is. <laughs> I've I've had I've gotten ads for it, and it's like, hey, uh, you bored and you want to play a game? Get on here, and you can chat with other gamers and link up and like. It's just like it's a, it's it's a like, weird way. I I want to play World of Warcraft with someone, but I don't know anybody that plays, so I'm gonna sign on to my gamer dating app and be like, yo. You yeah. want to grind some dungeons with me? And they're like, hell yeah. Are they the kinds? <laughs> then you sign on and they're like, and they're like, what, 100 levels above you? You're like, God <laughs> Said, get in the backpack, kid. <laughs> We're going slaying. But yes, thank you for listening. Thank we you. will see you all tomorrow. We will see you all tomorrow. In your dreams. In your dreams. Bye. Bye.